Section 9 of Birds in All Nature, Volume 5, Number 1, January 1899. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson. The Mistletoe From very early times, plants, animals, and even minerals have played an important part in the expression of religious ideas and in the execution of religious rites. Among the plants, sacred and closely allied to the mystic life of a portion of the human race, there is none more interesting and rich in legend than the mistletoe. This was associated with religious observances before the time of Christ, and was mentioned by our earliest historians. There are over seventy species of this peculiar plant, both the American variety, Horodendron flavescens, and the European, or true mistletoe, Viscum album. Viscum album belong to a family of parasites, so-called because they derive their nourishment entirely or in part from some other plant instead of taking it directly from the soil. Owing to the presence of the green coloring matter, chlorophyll, in the stems and leaves, the mistletoe is not entirely parasitic, but is to a certain extent self-supporting, drawing but a portion of its nourishment from the trees on which it grows. It is found both on deciduous and on evergreen trees. In some locations in Europe it is especially abundant on the apple tree, and, if in the right climate, there are few tree species which are exempt from serving as its host. The mistletoe is an evergreen shrubby plant of slow growth, attaining a length of about four feet, and its duration of life is practically that of the tree on which it grows. The leathery leaves and rugged stems are yellowish-green in color, and in the axils of the leaves are the small and insignificant flowers which ripen about Christmas tide into pearly white translucent berries. The seeds are probably distributed through the agency of fruit-eating birds, which, after eating, wipe their beaks on the trunks and limbs of trees, leaving the seeds snugly planted in the crevices of the bark. In Scandinavian mythology, we find the mistletoe used to cause the death of one of the favorite gods of the Norsemen, Baldur, the god typifying the beautiful, the good, and the wise. In this myth, other friendly gods, fearing Baldur's death with his mother, exacted an oath from animals, plants, and minerals that they would not injure him. Unfortunately, however, the mistletoe was forgotten, and Loki, the god of evil, knowing this fact and jealous of Baldur's beauty, gathered a branch and, taking it to Hodur, the blind god of brute strength, directed him how to aim it. Baldur was pierced by the mistletoe and fell to the ground dead. But it was in merry England that the mistletoe was held most sacred and most revered. The Druids, the early priests of the Gauls and Britons, were accustomed to retreat to the oak groves for their mystic rites. The mistletoe was not often found upon the oak, but when discovered was the occasion of special rejoicing and peculiar ceremonies being cut with a golden hook, and white bulls were sacrificed under the favored tree. We are told by some authorities that as the oak was the symbol of God, the all-powerful, so the mistletoe became the symbol of man, receiving his life and sustenance from God. There are other interesting myths, and in fact, the mistletoe is closely woven with many beliefs and rites of the Druids. 
at christmas tide the mistletoe is largely used for decorative purposes especially in england where the custom is ancient and also in our own land where each holiday season finds more and more of this unique plant gracing chandelier and window until we too may some day find our maids all kissed under the mistletoe bough end of section nine this recording is in the public domain